coaching hiring cycles, they move in funny patterns sometimes. And sometimes a team starts out on a guy, cools, and comes back to him or isn't interested and then gets interested. Well, in this particular case, the Falcons have shown that they are interested in a lot of people. And in their own words, they described to me over the weekend that their coaching search after they met with Belichick for a second time is wide open. So if it's wide open after you've met with Bill Belichick twice, that certainly tells you that he's not the favorite for the job. He has not talked to any of the other three teams. So of the four teams with the remaining openings, there's the real possibility that he's not going to get any of these head coaching jobs. Adam Schefter on Get Up this morning. Bill Belichick is not the favorite in Atlanta, he says. And I'll tell you, this is where the lines in reporting get blurred a little bit when he's on a show like Get Up. That sounded more like opinion than delivering a report. It sounded like him surveying the landscape. Right, but I don't you trust his judgment? Well, I don't think that he says that it seems like Bill is not the front runner, or however exactly he worded it. If he's getting conflicting information to that extent, so if is, somebody's saying, "Hey, Bill's still got this pretty sewn up," if he wants it, there's no way he's going out and saying that. So that's what I believe. I just. I don't think anybody told him point blank, Bill's not the favorite. Or he's couching what he knows, and he knows who the favorite is, and he's not saying it. I don't think that. I think he's reading the tea leaves when he says, well, Atlanta's told me directly the search is wide open. And if you've done two interviews, and he's just he's just looking at it like a lot of us are looking at it. I mean, obviously, he has more information that he's not sharing. But he's looking at it like a lot of us look at it and say, well, Bill had two interviews. They moved on to interview other people. They've interviewed pretty much everybody under the sun. And so he's not the favorite. He adds it all up and says they're not the favorite. But that still, to me, is weighty. Because I've been saying now, pretty much since Bill's been in the mix in Atlanta, I thought it was a bag job, a sham process. Atlanta's going through this whole dog and pony show just to hire Bill. And if you're asking me now, I, I still bet Bill gets the job? I, I still think so. You still feel that way. Yes, but I I am... Uh, that comment carries a lot of weight. Your confidence is wavering. It is. I haven't heard anybody else say Bill's not the favorite. Never mind the most reputable person in Atlanta. Now, Schefter didn't say he's not getting the job. He didn't say that. He said he's not the favorite. What if the favorite's Vrabel and Vrabel takes the Seattle job? Or what if the favorite is Bobby Slowick and Slowick takes the Washington job? Something like that. I Apparently, don't know. Apparently, they're meeting with Slowick like today. So this is what I'm saying. And, it, and, the, and the first meeting went very well. Schefter didn't say Bill's not getting the job. He said he's not the favorite. So I, I still think Bill's going to end up there, I, I think. But that's me literally just guessing because there's only three jobs left unless Reed retires or Buffalo blows out McDermott or something like that. It's Washington, it's Seattle, it's Atlanta. Bill's really trying to be the last guy at the bar when the lights go on, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, that's. But isn't that kind of how Bill operates? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how it looks right now. And I, and I don't it think... seemed like he was zeroed in on something and, and that I think... he'd picked it, you know, months in advance, but here we are. But I think Bill's playing it almost the opposite, Arkin. I think he's saying, oh, you wanted Harbaugh? Sure. Okay, fine. Interview John Harbaugh. And Harbaugh gets the Chargers job. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to hire, uh, I don't know who else has been snapped up at this point in time. That was in the mix in Atlanta. Uh, was Canales one of the guys they interviewed? Whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah, candidates are going away. There's now what I would consider like four or five real candidates. Belichick, Vrabel, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, Dan Quinn. Those feel like the real candidates. If I'm missing somebody, let me know. And so there's only a few jobs left, and there's only a few people left to take it. 
Atlanta, you're really going to hire Bobby Slowick over me? Atlanta, you're really going to hire Dan? Well, Dan Quinn's not going to go to Atlanta, so actually scratch that one for them. He's already coached there. Right. You're going to hire Vrabel over me? Okay, go ahead and do it. And so I still bet Bill ends up back there, but I, I'm really starting to wonder, or, or ends up there, I'm really starting to wonder if he's going to be out of a job this year. And it's not going to be by his choosing. I think you're already starting to get some reporting and you know some talking heads. Jeremy Fowler had a report that, oh, well, don't forget, there's a hiring cycle next year, and maybe Bill can – he doesn't love any of these jobs. He's just waiting for the right job next year. Yeah, that's spin. I don't buy that. That like would be such spin. Bill big-braining this, and it's chestnut checkers, and he was waiting for 2025 the whole time. I don't buy that for a second. He wants the Atlanta job. That's why he sat through two interviews. Yes, that's why he went back for the second interview. If he didn't want it, then he would have had the first interview and said, well, I think you know what I can offer, Arthur. I'm not going back down there to Atlanta. But as much as I sit there and I say a Fowler uh, report like that, that people are putting that out there in an effort to spin the situation to look better for Bill. So Bill can say, like, it's actually they're not dumping me like I'm dumping them. This whole landscape is not good enough for me. But at the same time, if Bill doesn't get the Atlanta job and there's no job sitting there for him, I do think the best thing for him to do would be take a year off, and check back in next offseason when the Dallas job is open just, or the Buffalo job is open That's just embarrassing. or the Philly job is open. That's embarrassing. Well, it's different than how I felt a couple weeks ago because a couple weeks ago I sat here and I said, Bill should just retire. Like, at this point, he's got all these little suitors coming around, all these leaks about where he might go, and he already looks better than Brady because when Brady, when it came down to it, Brady basically just had to go to Tampa. Now it's like it's worse for Bill because it looks like he has to go to Atlanta, and Atlanta is interviewing 14 other guys. And so I'd say, you know, if you want to keep coaching, and obviously he does, if you think it's about the record or you just think that Bill is a football coach and he still has gas in the tank and that's what he's going to do, then sit out a year, come back around. As Arkan said before, you'll be further away from your four-win season. Yeah, the stink of that. And someone's going to be desperate for you. I think that's... Exactly right. And I mean, listen, someone like Bobby Slowick, who just had a second interview with Atlanta, is probably going to walk in there and have a totally different demeanor and uh, overall attitude about the job and everything else when he comes in. He's going to kiss their ass. He's going to be this plucky upstart. I got all these ideas for the offense and all these young players and blah, 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 blah. And I can't wait to show you all these things I'm going to do. Whereas Bill Belichick's going to come in there and say, I've won all these championships and I want to be paid $25 million and I want to bring all my kids and I want to have control of all the personnel and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Bobby Slowick probably looks like a better option after something like that. Yeah, so look, I, I want to hear from the Bill people. Like I said this earlier, and I'm with Arkan. He should do TV in the meantime if he can't get the Atlanta job. And you can vote at Jones and Mego. But I want to hear from the Bill people, the people who, and we got calls, plural. I'm giving up my season tickets. I'm going to get my season tickets because the Patriots moved on from Bill Belichick. Bill, They're never going to fire the greatest coach of all time. He'll be back. And if they do get rid of him, they'll get a first-round pick for him, or maybe two first-round picks You're for him. You're an idiot if you don't think they're going to get a big draft pair, that there's not going to be a huge market for Bill Belichick. I got news for you, Bill people. <laughs> there isn't a huge market. There's no market. There might be zero teams that actually want him at the end of the day, and he wants a job. So I got news for you. You were wrong. Where are You've been awfully quiet lately. Where are you? 617-779-7937. Yes. Do you think doing TV makes him a more attractive head coaching candidate? 
Like, does he convey I don't know that it matters. some, some I, kind of no. humanity or he no. shows off how much he knows about the game or Maybe. something? Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's going to have, like, 30 seconds to talk Maybe. on a studio he's, show he's, It's a little buzzier and newsier, but I, I, don't, I don't really think I that think matters. I think it would be more than if he just disappeared for a year. Maybe slightly. I just, He'd still I, be in the That's not why conscious. I want it. That's not why I want it. I want it just because we can talk about it and break it down and play the audio and make fun of him. No, that, that's but all I, I think want. it's like, if you think, if one of the reasons that you're not bringing Bill in is because you think that he can't relate to younger players or, he or he's a an a-hole or whatever, and on TV, he rebrands himself as this defensive genius who's actually got like a wry sense of humor, maybe that serves him a little he's bit. He's going to get big veneers like Rex Ryan. Yeah. Oh, please do <laughs> maybe. not. Big new uh, chompers. Julie's waiting patiently. started. Julie's waiting patiently in Vermont. Go ahead, Julie. Hi. Um, first, can I say that I really enjoy your show? Thank you, Julie. I followed you over from. Well, you're welcome. Not just because you're from Vermont, too. Um, but no, I listened to you guys when you were on the other place and um, enjoyed it then. Enjoy you now. Um, definitely like Nego. It's great. Meg's planning, excellent. Oh, nice. You guys seem to understand that it's entertainment. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Julie. Thank um, you for explaining it to the anyway. people. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, yeah, they keep letting go of the wrong people over there. I don't, I don't get it. Um, anyway, for Belichick, a theory that amuses me is thinking that Arthur Blank is turning the tables on Bill and is just out to embarrass and humiliate him in the most public way possible since he hasn't been able to do it on the football field after the 28 to 3. So I... I like to think that he might even have him down again on his private jet and lunch on the yacht and whatever the heck. So, so maybe a third interview. And then just, and then, then just a big psych at the end. Okay, so, he, so maybe, look, I, here's what I want to get to, Julie, and I appreciate the phone call and the kind words uh, and sticking with us. Yes. So when it comes to Arthur Blank, I, I want to react to something Tom Curran said, something very specific. Arthur Blank has owned the Falcons since 2002. Uh, that's 20, what, 22, 22 years, years he's been the owner of the uh, the Falcons. I believe they've made the playoffs eight times. I counted this before. And so what Curran said is, you know, Rich McKay, Terry Fontenot, these other people around Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank is sees Bill Belichick as a home run hire, and they're talking him out of it. I don't think Bill's the right guy to fix everything down there. Uh, I don't think he's going to fix it anywhere. You could give him the Cowboys roster. You could give him the Niners roster. I don't think Bill's winning. So this is not about me thinking Bill's going to fix the Falcons. But, like, if anybody down there says to Arthur Blank, uh, you know, uh, everything's going to change, Arthur. You know everything's going to change. He should slap him in the face. He should slap them back into reality and say, uh, yeah, things need to change because in reverse order we've won seven, 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 four, seven, seven games. They've been to the playoffs eight times in 22 years. They've been to a Super Bowl. They blew a lead. I don't know if you heard about it. They've been to two additional conference championship games. They mostly lose every time they get to the postseason under Arthur Blank. If somebody has the balls to talk to their owner and say, well, Arthur, I mean, he's going to change everything. Arthur Blank should say, good. Everything needs <laughs> to change down here. And again, I do not think Bill's the one to fix it. But that should be what they're going for. No, it's not the strong argument. You think it is. And the, right, the hangers on like Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot and whoever else who has too much power down there and doesn't know what to do with it because the team stinks and has stunk now for six straight years. Like, he should 
he should be willing to move on from all of them. You would think so. And if Bill was, you know, Jim Harbaugh's age and you could sign him to a five-year contract, they probably would. They probably would have done that, that by now. I don't get why because that matters. Because only two or three years of Bill isn't enough time to change everything and have that catch, I don't think. Okay. I mean, you could say that. People did say that about Parcells. He pretty much changed things everywhere he went. And, like, Parcells is a culture builder, I think, greater than Belichick. We'll see. But... I don't know. I wouldn't be he- I wouldn't be hesitant to that if I believed in Belichick. That Parcells wasn't seventy two when he got there. He either. was pretty old when he got to Dallas and Miami. So you know, I when I look at Bill, if I really believed in him, that wouldn't scare me. I don't believe in him, so I, I'm not even going down that road. But if I really believed in him, the two or three year thing wouldn't scare me. What do you guys think? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Do you think Bill is still in the mix in Atlanta? Because Adam Schefter says he's not the favorite. Uh, so you can vote at Jones and Mego. If Bill takes the year off. He doesn't have a job. What should he do? Retire forever, take a year off, go to TV, or beg for his job back. Continue to vote. We'll get to your feedback right after Trending with Christian. Jones and Mego. I never said I could take on a hippo. No, in fairness, you did. With Arcand. You ever see a hippo eat a watermelon? It's amazing. On Boston Sports Original. I wonder what Arcand just does with his time. I watch hippos eating watermelon. (laughs) W-E-E-I. He's a very bright man, but he has not aged terribly well. The league is now more about collaboration, not doing it your way. And then you add the age. Bill's old. Does he have the energy? Maybe, but he's certainly not Pete Carroll in that department. I just don't see the pluses. Bad at free agency, bad at personnel, sort of petty, kind of stubborn, wants to only coach his kind of guys. I think the Falcons are smartly owned and well run with a great stadium and nice pieces. I'm just not sure looking in the rearview mirror at a former greatest coach of all time is the answer. Oh, man. I said this earlier, but to say I was cackling when I heard Colin deliver that. Never mind. Skip Bayless calling Bill Belichick a defensive coordinator earlier today. Bill's old. Just channeling his inner arc head. I mean, Bill is... Bill's getting raked over the coals nationally here... I mean, that, that guy in Atlanta in the bow tie who was ripping him the other day? D. Orlando Ledbetter? I don't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of smack talk going on with Bill. D. Orlando, is Bill Belichick a good fit for the Atlanta job? Uh, I, I don't think so. So, man, Bill is... Uh, Between him and Jan from Oklahoma. A lot of lot of bulletin board uh, material for Bill. Hi. Was, that was Jan or that was our girl, Julian Vermont? That was, that was Jan. That was Jan? Okay, Please, thank you. that was Jan. Hi. Uh, you know, some, some new blood on the program today. What? <laughs> I don't think that blood's too new. But... Arcan. What? You're the oldest person on no, this no, show. No, no Arcan. Now, why do you got to do that? I'm sorry. I listen. I didn't say my blood was young. Trouble is best, you know. Not as old as Jan's. Why? Now, why do you got to go there? These are nice, nice customers. I like Jan. Nice listeners. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. What? If the Falcons don't hire Bill Belichick, if the Falcons don't hire Bill Belichick, what what should he do? He should take a year off. Thirty three percent of you say that. 32% 32% say he should retire forever. Very selfish. That That's the most selfish answer. It's just, well, he can't coach anywhere else. Spoiler alert, he already has. And he he will, again, if anybody will hire him. I don't think so. Uh, go do TV. That's 30%. Begging for his job back, only 5%. But I appreciate that 5%. Uh, that's, a, that's a tight 
a tight race at the top of the pole, 33-31-30. Like, that's a, that's a tight race at the top of the pole. And I guess it, really what's the difference? Take a year off and go do television. Just one, he's out of the spotlight for a year. Or the other, he's doing TV in the meantime. Maybe he coaches again. Maybe when he doesn't. When he's a recluse. Do you think, do you think, I mean, answer your own question. Do you think him being on television does give him a little bit more higher ability or, you know, just he, he has an enchant, uh, a chance to improve his image, you were saying? If he's good at it, if he's dreadful, then it's just going to further, you know, sink any chances of him getting more jobs. Sean Payton. Was Sean Payton good on TV? I have no idea. He got a job. He's fine. I mean, you know. Listen, if you put anybody next to Gronk, they'll (laughs) seem like Walter Cronkite. And that's exactly what they do with Sean Payton. I think if Bill was on that show with Gronk, that that would help him. He'd be good with Gronk. Yeah, no. Oh, I just thought you meant, you know... He'd look good next to him, is what I thought you were saying. Well, that too. Not physically. I mean, no, no, no. But just in terms of his, uh, you know, acumen, his uh, uh, grasp of the English language. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I'm Let's revolving go. myself. <laughs> Me too. What are the What do the Ravens need to do to Patrick Mahomes? I expect the Bengals to rattle Mahomes. Oh, yeah. the, the the Ravens, not the Bengals. A lot of a lot of Patriots fans. Yeah, that's the biggest mistake he made there. Not the Bengals, Gronk. But if they lose, uh, their ceiling. Well, then I think the ceiling is is closed. That's right. It's closed. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go to Julian and Lowell. Go ahead, Julian. Hello. Hey guys. First. First time caller, long time listener, a huge fan of the show. You well, guys are great. We are, yeah, thank you. Um, so, so I just want to make one point here. So, you, so Jones, you, you said that you think that if Belichick takes a year, he'll be further away from the you know four four win season. Um, just something to think about. So, right, so there were eight eight teams in the NFL looking for head coaches, right? Uh, and you got you got Dallas right. and Philly. Yeah, it was, it was eighteen, including the Patriots. Um, you got Dallas and Philly who, who knew Belichick was on the market and, and opted to, to stick with their coaches. So you're talking about almost a third of the league that if he doesn't land a job, that's a third of the league that wasn't available for him. I, th- I think this is it. I think this is Belichick's last opportunity to continue coaching. If it doesn't happen this year, it's, it's not going to happen. So, and he's right. It was seven separate from the Patriots mm-hmm. uh, for vacancies. There's only three left. Uh, let's do this again because we haven't done this in a while. And okay. I, I agree with him. And Giardi tweeted this the other day. Like, if Bill's not an, an attractive candidate now and he's 72, he's going to be that much more attractive at 73. So I, I largely agree Our with that logic. Our team's going to be more desperate. Maybe. And again, maybe just he's he's more removed, as Arkan and I have said earlier, just more removed I from said, the I said it too. The four-win season. The stink of the four-win season. Did you say that as well? I said it too. Okay, as we all said earlier, uh, he's more he's more, more distance from the, stink, the stink of a four win season. The show said it. Uh, Seahawks, who gets that job? Vrabel. Arkan? I think Vrabel. No, too. it's Vrabel. I also think it's Vrabel. Uh, Commanders, who gets that job? I think Ben Johnson. Arkan? Raheem Morris. Really? I said Bobby Slowick. Well, here's Excuse my Excuse po- me. No, but here's the point. If, Vrabel, if Vrabel's going to Seattle and like Slowick or Ben Johnson, let's play that out. Get the job in Washington. And it's between, like, they're not going to hire Dan Quinn again. Mm-hmm. They've already gone down that road. So if Dan Quinn's not getting hired in Seattle, Atlanta ain't hiring him. So Bill's going to sit there and go, all right, who are you hiring, Arthur? Like, fine, you wanted Harbaugh? You're not going to get him. Fine, you wanted Vrabel? He chose Seattle. I'll wait this out. Me or Bobby Slowick? Me or Ben Johnson? Like, I think Bill will play that game. And, like, I would look Bill in the eyes and say, I'm going with Ben Johnson. I'm going with Bobby Slowick. 
but I, I don't know that that's what Arthur Blank is going to do. Like he's, in other words, Bill's running out of options, but so is Atlanta. That's what I mean to say. And then Bill's people will spin it as Atlanta's not serious about winning, and they didn't want to pay Bill. Bill, and and so they're going a younger route. Yeah, a terrible reason for Arthur Blank not to bring in Bill Belichick is because I can't remove power from Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot and everybody else. That's a horrible, horrible, terrible reason. A great reason is Bill hasn't won a playoff game in five years, and I'm not just going to give him all the power he had in New England because he stunk with it. Like yeah, that, Bill, that's Bill's, a great reason. Bill's asking for too much, right? And he's not budging on anything. But he you, wants personnel. He wants to bring all his coaches. He but wants you to understand bring in the half difference. Family. If it's a if it's Bill related, that's fine. If right, it's right. Rich McKay related, Terry Fontenot related, that's stupid. Well, no, you can't be afraid of the people who are working for you. He should be. They've been less successful than Bill lately. No, I'm saying he should not be afraid of the people who are working for him saying. Bill's going to come in here and change oh, everything. I see what you're saying. I thought you meant uh, afraid of going forward with them. He sh- I would be afraid of going no, forward no, no, with Rich no. McKay. No, 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 He shouldn't feel threatened by their opinions. No, right. And at the end of the day, this is this is the other thing I wanted to say to Curran. It's like, oh, okay, fine. It's If Blank wants him, well, who's the, who's the who runs the team? Who's the boss at the end of the day? McKay? Fontenot? No, it's, it's, it's Arthur Blank. So if Arthur Blank wants him, he's the boss. He makes the call. He's probably going to get him. Uh, but I, I, I'm a little shook. Yeah, if he, and you tell McKay, play nice right. and shut up, and this is how it's going to be. And go sit in the corner. Bill's right. going to run the team for the next two, three years. If it works, then you were wrong, and I might fire you. If it doesn't work, well, then you were right, and you can come back and be CEO in a few years. Go sit in the corner. Um, but uh, Adam Schefter said earlier today that Bill's not the favorite in Atlanta. I have not heard any national reporter phrase it that way. Uh, and he had called it a wide-open search earlier this week, late last week, whenever he did it. So I do put stock in that. And I'm I'm less convinced bill's going to end up there i still think he does but if i was like 99 percent yesterday i'm like 60 40 now like I, I i can't imagine bill out of work and now i gotta watch him and brady every week on tv with they're, gronk they're <laughs> with gronk and edelman and you know whoever else <laughs> um, the mccordy's is gonna be epic epic man, man. Uh, our buddy jonathan is in randolph what's up jonathan Hey guys, um, uh, first thing, uh, Bill Parcells was only 62 when he went to um, the Cowboys, so not it? exactly the same. And all, how old was he? Yeah, in, he was only 62. How old was he in Miami? 67, I've checked. Okay, so um, still that's, that's in Bill territory, but, I, but Bill's older, fair. Yeah, but a 90 62 yeah, so, is a 2024 72. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill's, uh, Bill Parcells seemed a lot older, but maybe that's just my perception. Go ahead, Jonathan. But anyway, um, if, if people, when. when Brady and Belichick split up. All those people who had those takes where that um, no one's legacy could possibly be hurt by this, it can only get better, it's just aged so poorly. So and dumb. Bill Belichick, if he does not get a job, if his last four years with the Patriots, or last, you know, what, last three years with the Patriots is followed up by the whole league rejecting him, he must realize how bad that looks. And I'm sorry, you can't just take the excuse of, well, in five years, people won't remember. No, people will remember this. There's a reason why the national media especially is going at him hard right now because he opened up an excuse for them to really tear him apart, and he's not exactly a sympathetic figure for obvious reasons. So he needs to get a job. So if he could get a job anywhere, and I mean literally anywhere, he needs to take it because if he doesn't get a job this year and, and has to take a year off, I think I think he's not going to come back, and his legacy is really, really hurt by it. Yeah, so, like, when he says people aren't going to forget about it, I agree with that. It, it, it's not going to lead, you know, the obit or anything like that, not to get morbid. But, you know, 
it's going to people are going to remember that people are going to remember how it ended and when you're settling scores between Brady and Belichick and having barroom debates and sports talk radio debates people aren't going to forget that I agree with him on that and so look I, I don't know if Bill's going to get a job this year or not I, I still think he will but I have no idea what you're going to hear if Bill doesn't is what the groundwork is already being laid, being laid for Jeremy Fowler wrote uh, today at ESPN there's always next year's cycle too Right? Like, ah, Bill's got all the time. He's 72, but there's always next year. Uh, if he doesn't strike a deal with Atlanta, Fowler says, there's always next year. Uh, I haven't spoken to one person who says Belichick has something else brewing outside of Atlanta. If the Dallas job opened, moot point now, then I think Belichick would have met with the Jones family. I'm not sure Philly would have been viable for him. The implication there feels like, well, McCarthy's back and Sirianni's back, but those jobs could open next year. And so Bill's just taking his time, picking and choosing. And I think, again, I just reject that, that that this is Bill's plan. Bill's plan was, well, yeah, I'll sit down with Arthur Blank, but really I have my eyes on 2025. I, I reject that. Do you think that there's any part of this that may be a negotiating stance by Bill? Because Bill, if you remember, who wrote the piece, it was like a week ago, where they were talking about Bill, his superpower is like slow play. Oh, that was Wickersham. Yeah. yeah. I'll pull so it up. Wickersham's that was Wickersham, piece, yeah. It does make me wonder... Is it possible that there's something going on with Atlanta where, to your point, it's been a backroom deal that they had, I don't know, in November or something, that they they started really talking about earnestly behind closed doors. And now Rich McKay and others are getting involved, maybe trying to push back on some of the demands that Bill thought were givens for the job. And Atlanta's way of trying to... I guess move this along is bringing in more and more candidates to publicly be like, hey, it's a wide open search. You know, we're not it's not a done deal with Bill. And meanwhile, Bill's just sitting there going, I know as long as I'm here, I'm going to be the one at the end of the day who you really want. Yeah. So the the line you're talking about in the Wickersham story, and I, I cut some of it out in my own notes, I can pull up the full quote in a minute. But Wickersham refers to it as a superpower waiting out craft is what he's talking about, but he references other times where he's waiting about. He says, for most of the year, Belichick seemed most interested in staying put in New England. Kraft came to him after the year. He made it clear uh, to confidants his plan was to say he had done his best with what ownership wanted. With Mayo, O'Brien, hiring from outside on the scouting side, he wanted to force Kraft to decide. Quote from Bill. This is, a di- this is directly attributed to Bill in the story. Quote, he's going to have to move first. And Wickersham, you know, phrases that or um, frames that, rather, as kind of Bill's ethos. The other guy has to move first. And this is what I was saying earlier. It's like, yes, Bill's running out of options, but so are the Falcons. And so if you wanted Vrabel, but he takes Seattle, and you wanted Harbaugh, but he's with the Chargers, Bill's going to look around and say, you're going to hire this a-hole kid offensive coordinator who's been a coordinator for one year and never been a coach over me. Sure, go ahead, Arthur. That seems like a great move. And they'll say, sure. I yeah, mean, I, I would, but I, I think Bill Bill knows he has relationships with everybody in the league, and I think he's good at reading this. I mean, this is a big part of the Flores lawsuit, Arkan. He's very plugged in at all levels of the league and knows everybody in the league and knows their strengths. I don't know if he knows them all as well as Kraft, but this is a big strength of his because he's been in the league for half a century. It's true. And but- so, so he might know that, yeah, I'm going to play to Arthur Blank's insecurities. His insecurity is... You want to hire another coordinator like Dan Quinn who can't get you over the hump when you lead 28-3 to in a Super Bowl? Or do you want to hire me? 
and he just knows he has that in his back pocket with Blank. He does have that in his back pocket, but what he doesn't have is any other offers, and that would be the real leverage that he could bring to the Blanks and say, hey, listen, you know, this team wants me, this team wants me, I have another interview coming up over here, all these teams are really banging down my door, so if you want to get something done, you better do it fast, you better stop dinking around Fair. with these 15 other people that you're interviewing and get something done here. They have plenty of other options. They've interviewed 13 other people. Like, he has no other options. Yeah. But again, but if does, he thinks he's the uh, the wanted one, right? Then he's this is how he would negotiate. Or he would just sit there and watch a parade of lesser candidates in his eyes come through the exactly. door, and he would sit there and go, "I want personnel." Exactly. I want twenty six million. Right. I want whatever the demands are. I'm not saying those are all the demands, but whatever they are, he would just sit there and say. Go ahead. Yeah, fine. You're going to f- hire that guy? Go ahead. Hire Ben Be Johnson. Be my guest. I'll be right here. And, he and the Falcons kn- can say to him, oh, you want to you wait it out? Fine. Go okay. somewhere else. Okay. No one else wants you. Okay, they I can. Think that, I think that's yeah. what we're watching right they now. They can, but who's more patient and who's going to blink first? I mean, the it's only like, team that can, like the only one that can blink is the Falcons. No, I mean, yeah, but it's so. Belichick can't blink. It's not up to him. It's like staring at a what? Woof. <laughs> They'll never, they'll never break the gaze. So like if Belichick blinks, it doesn't matter because they can hire him or not. So it doesn't matter what he does. Okay, I just. I would not hire him, okay? But if Arthur, if Bill knows that Arthur Blank wants him and Harbaugh and Vrabel and he's the only one left, then that's, that's advantage Bill. I got some mistake by Arthur Blank, but that's advantage Bill. Let me hear from Jeff Howe real quick on the Patch Interference podcast. Yeah, this real is a, quick, you know what Bill should be doing is calling up Seattle and saying hire Vrabel, like now. Take him out of the running. Yeah, I wouldn't rule out that he's doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't rule out that he's already, you know, working phone lines for other people and, and situations. Uh, that's what he was doing with Brian Dayball. Not so much Brian Flores. Right. Let me hear uh, Jeff Howe on the Pats Interference podcast with Andrew Callahan. This is a spinoff topic because if Bill doesn't get the Falcons job, guess who might be coming back as offensive coordinator? Is it too early to say that Gerard Mayo is done with the old Patriots offense? It's too early because I want to see what happens with Belichick. If Belichick gets the Falcons job, I think there's a very strong chance he brings McDaniels with him. If Belichick doesn't get the Falcons job, I think there's... McDaniels probably jumps to the top of the list with the Patriots. So we'll see. I mean, uh, there's there's still there's a lot at play here. I've spoken to OC candidates this cycle and the Patriots job is is not highly coveted. It's just it's not. Okay, so that last part makes sense. They don't have anybody on the roster. They won four games last year. I bet people would look at it differently if they had Caleb Williams fall to them at three. Uh, So it's directly personnel related makes sense. And it might be pay related, too. I don't know. The other part, that McDaniels could come back. No! First of all, don't bring back Josh McDaniels. I thought you were going to say, Moxie! First of all, do not bring back Josh McDaniels. He's a bum's bum. Nobody wants him. The whole league doesn't want him. That's number one. Number two, you know what happens if McDaniels is back. Well, you've told me. I didn't even you know. think about I didn't even think you about this know. until you brought it up. You yeah. know what it is. Yes, it's, it's, well, wait a minute. Hang on. McDaniels is back as our offensive coordinator. He made it work with Mac. Mac cost two million or whatever Curran was saying earlier today. Hey. Like he doesn't cost anything. So eh, you know what? Let's run it all back. Terrifying, horrifying. And so I, I hope Bill gets the job in Atlanta and brings Josh McDaniels with him to Atlanta just to save the Patriots from themselves. Because that sounds like a disaster. I'm curious how Josh McDaniels would work with Gerard Mayo. I, I mean, Gerard is much younger than McDaniels. This is his first swing at a head coaching job and. Uh, Curran talked to us about this a little bit uh, when he was on here at 3.30, if you want to check it out on the Odyssey app. But I, I like it, would it become awkward? Would there be, would they be 
coming from the same like sensibilities? I have no like, idea. I mean, if, if would Dry be happy to hand over and say, you know, the way that Bill was at the end, like you, you the offense is pretty much all yours, and I'm doing defense over here. You know, I don't know. I think it would help to have Josh McDaniels, somebody who understands the passing game and has been a quarterback's coach in developing the quarterbacks. Like, I do think that's an interesting angle compared to Nick Cayley, who is a tight ends coach. Arkan, Nick Cayley or Josh McDaniels? Josh McDaniels. Oh, God. You got to develop Nick your Nick Cayley was only in LA one year. It wasn't long enough. Okay, fine. <laughs> Zach Robinson or Josh McDaniels? Zach Robinson. Josh, I'm more curious. I'd take about. Josh McDaniels there, too. Ugh. I forgot. He's He's got like a soft spot for Mac over there. I forgot about that. Mac or McDaniels? Well, I guess apparently both. But McDaniels I, is but an Mac. offensive coordinator, sure. Did you ever like have a sit down with McDaniels where he was really nice to you for 10 minutes? <laughs> I've never met the man. Okay. Uh, we've had plenty of sit downs with Mac. He, he was always actually quite nice. Extremely uh, polite. 617-779-7937. And I will return that polite list with... Uh, go be a quarterback somewhere else. Uh, we'll continue with all your feedback coming up. We have Triple Play with Christian Arcan next. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the Triple Play. Yes! Triple Play! The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples makes it safe, and there's no place like home, but the 99 restaurant comes it's, close. Excuse me? With the return of their home-style chicken pot pie. Tender all-white meat chicken covered with that flaky buttery crust and served piping hot. You gotta love the nines. It's from the sketch, Mego. Triples makes it safe? Yes. Yeah, you don't know that by now. You don't. No. You don't understand from the whole the sketch. sketch. He does usually say he says like I love my car. He's basically read the entire sketch by now. Almost the entire thing. Yeah, uh, I don't get it. Your dad would, and I are old friends. I would like yeah, to point out one. if you're watching another reason to watch the Twitch chat is maybe in breaks you catch uh, you get to catch Arcan sometimes uh, woofing down uh, popcorn or whatever. These delicious wise snacks that have been here, you'll see that uh, I I finally went down. I finally broke. How long do you think that pizza has been sitting in the break room? How oh, long has that been? At least uh, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. Well, at least five to six hours. Okay, that's actually, here. okay, that's better than I thought. They keep telling me they think, was that pizza sent to the Greg Hill show this morning, or was that uh, Gresham Fourier pizza? Was that a meeting? No, was, was there, was there like a meeting day. today? Uh, I don't think there was a meeting today. I don't know, but all, all I know, that pizza? I don't no, know, it could have been a meeting today. I don't know where no, it came from or what it was. it I don't know where it came from or what it was. Delicious. And it was not black olives on the pizza, which is, uh, as is reported, I think those are jalapenos. You have, you have food mouth right now. A little bit of kick. What do you mean? Like stuff on yeah. my face? No, no, no. The way you're talking. You're like, no, that's, oh, why, that's, why, that's why I never eat during the show. You have food mouth. I understand you, now. You sound, yeah, you, cause Cause you sound like you just ate something. Because I can function and then talk, but you're like, mm, yeah, can, delicious. Can you? Mm. With, your, mm. with your snacking on candy the whole time, you can have a, I'm sorry. Have I been, have I been eating candy? Some, well, sometimes you sound like you've been eating candy, yeah. Mm. That's why I usually mm. don't eat during the show. I, I'm saying the pizza. Not black olives. The pizza looks so good. I, I finally broke. I finally the broke. sausages are delicious. <laughs> It's pretty good pizza. All right, well, it's Thursday. That makes a report card Thursday, so let's bust out our red pens and give out some grades. Number one. All right, uh, Jim Harbaugh, no longer on the market. He's been hired by the Chargers. Mego, grade the fit of Harbaugh in the Chargers. I give it an A. I give it an A, especially because, hey, it tells you something about the Chargers. Like, they didn't want it out there that they don't spend money, and then they go and get Harbaugh, who you can look up his salary because he was at, at Michigan, University yeah. of Michigan. I'm going to guess that they gave him a little bump, but not anywhere near what Bill Belichick would be looking for. And you got Justin Herbert. You know, obviously Harbaugh is an offensively-minded guy. He, he stayed in the younger 
game with college before that, like was very ahead of the curve with what he was doing in San Francisco. So I kind of feel like it's a match made in heaven. I I agree. A plus, like I I think that's a perfect fit. Harbaugh, not even just with Herbert, but team organization makes him relevant. I I don't know what he's making there compared to uh, previous coaches, but I guarantee you I'm with you on this, Mego. It's an upgrade. He's getting more money. Uh, He's probably getting more than he got paid at Michigan. Otherwise, there's no reason to leave. Besides, you know, those pesky NCAA investigators chasing you down. (laughs) He was under some kind of heat there. And so, to me, that's a perfect fit. And you get a quarterback on top of it. Like, I I love that fit. I think he can probably turn things around, meaning, you know, get him into the postseason. We'll see what he does once he gets there. But I like that fit a lot. A+. All right, let's get to our second grade. Number two. Celtics are in Miami tonight, taking on the Miami Heat, who just acquired Terry Rozier, who didn't do much in his debut last night. But overall, grade the Terry Rozier trade just for the Heat. Oh, just for the Heat? Yeah. Again, A plus. They didn't give up anything. What'd they give up? Bum-ass Kyle Lowry and a first-round pick that'll be, you know, 25 or something like that? 22? A worthless first-round pick and the corpse of Kyle Lowry. Like, you couldn't have given up less to get Terry Rozier. A plus. I give it an A. I, I used to really like Kyle Lowry. He's so far past know. his Kyle prime. Lowry at one point was yeah, really yeah. good. No, no, Not I know. now. That's what I'm saying. But, like, I, I, so I, I have a bit of a soft spot, but I think that Terry Rozier is going to fit perfectly into that. He's a fiery guy. Uh, it's, I, you know, great shooter from the perimeter. I think he'll fit into the heat culture and all of it. And he gets a little chance at, you know, possible revenge against the Celtics. I don't think that that it's anything for the Celtics to really worry about, but maybe Terry can have a moment against them in the playoffs. Okay. Ryan just told me he gives it an F. Gives oh, the trade okay, an F? Because it's he the heat and he hates the heat. Oh, I'm no, sorry. I like yes. Terry Rozier. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, that's true. Just kidding. All right, let's get to our third grade. Our third grade. Number three. All right, this nickname is a nickname that just dropped today, as far as I can see. Grade the nickname Cookies and Cream for Jalen Brown and Chris Dabbs Porzingis, which, by the way, it appears Jalen Brown has given to himself and to Porzingis. So grade the nickname. Grade it quick. Cookies and cream. Grade it quick because we have breaking news. Oh, um, okay. I give it a B. I guess it's not that original. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Wow. Okay, Adam Schefter just had this. The Falcons not hiring Bill Belichick, not hiring Mike Vrabel. They plan to hire Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris to be their new head coach. I threw out Morris's name sort of as a joke just a minute ago, uh, but that's it. The Falcons' job no longer uh, on the table for anybody anymore. Falcons hiring Morris. So the Falcons chose Raheem Morris over Bill Belichick. Wow. Oh my God. And Sloak and Vrabel and everybody. Loving. I can't say the word. Okay. What are what are we sitting through? He did have two interviews with okay. him. Okay, you know. What do you mean, what are we... You know what Tell it is. You know what it is. Bill overplayed his hand. Bill wanted too much, and Arthur Blank is listening to... Why'd they go with Raheem Morris? Well, that part I don't That's know. That's what but, I'm saying. But who cares about that part? It's the Bill part that I care about. I don't care who they hired instead of Bill. Bill overplayed his hand. And so... Wow. He, he listened to yes-men like Rich McKay, and yes-men like Terry Fontenot and everybody else, and he didn't hire him. And so, look, if the Falcons did it for the right reason... They looked at Bill Belichick his last five years. He hasn't won squat. He's never won a thing without Tom Brady. One playoff game back in 1994, ironically, against the Patriots. And so if they looked at it and said, that's not our guy, and they went with Raheem Morris, whatever, I would applaud them for that. 
if it's just Rich McKay was worried about losing power and he convinced Arthur Blank to not have Bill Belichick come in and change the whole organization, I think that's a bad reason. I wouldn't be listening to Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot. I just would be hesitant to give Bill that much power. And so, wow. So, again, as I said earlier, all you Bill people out there who thought you could get multiple first-round picks and thought the Patriots were idiots for firing Bill, the resounding answer from the rest of the league, and I'm wrong about this because I thought Bill would get the Falcons job, the resounding answer from the rest of the league is they don't want Bill. Damn. They don't think he's that good, or at least they don't want him at his price. I think it's the second part more so, his price, whether you grade that price as what he's asking for in salary or what he's asking for in control and personnel power. The whole package, yeah. Either way, I am dumbfounded. I am. I really thought that he was going to land with Atlanta and that we'd get it on, you know, Friday, probably at the very end of our show. And I thought that if they weren't going to go with Bill, that they would go down the path of a Bobby Slowick, you know, or I don't even know about Ben Johnson, but I feel like he's really going to end up with Washington. But a Bobby Slowick can just say, hey, yeah, we're going for, we want a coach who's going to be here for 10 years. We want a coach who's forward thinking and is offensively minded. Like, I, I just, I'm very surprised. Okay. So we asked this all day. What's Bill going to do? What's he going to do? What do you want him to do as a it's Patriots real fan? Now. He's not getting the Atlanta job. It's done. Raheem Morris, Adam Schefter, Tom Pelissero, the whole league. Raheem Morris is the next Falcons coach. Bill Belichick is out in Atlanta. He's had no other interviews. He has no other interest. Unless Bill is waiting for Andy Reid to retire, which I can see Bill at the Super Bowl just shoving wings in Andy Reid's face. Or he knows something's going on in Buffalo. He's out. He doesn't have any options. Unless he's going to try to worm his way in in Seattle or Washington or one of the other vacancies. Which Seattle's going to fire their 72-year-old coach and hire another 72-year-old coach. Yeah, that, that feels unlikely. That something. What's he going to do? And what happened to Bill? 617-779-7937. You can start to weigh in there. Arkan, I look like I can't believe they're going with Raheem Morris over Bill, but I want to try to keep it to Bill. I just I think that's what it is. He he wanted too much power. He hasn't been good enough without Brady or specifically last year. And so the Falcons buckled. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, it I'm, seems that I'm surprised way. they actually did, but I think it's as simple as that. I'm also surprised they went with him over Vrabel. I mean, I just, you know, when when Vrabel and Belichick both were out, Everybody said, everybody said, those guys are not going to be out of a job for very long. Those two guys are going to get snapped up really quick. You watch Vrabel. He's going to be, people are going to be banging down his door. Bill Belichick, greatest of all time. He can go wherever he wants. All these teams are going to want him. And, I mean, there's two teams left. (laughs) There's two teams left. And I don't think either of them are going to get Bill Belichick. One of them might get Vrabel. I mean, I still think he'll get a job. But I'm surprised it's taken him so long to find one, too. Okay, so what's your reaction? Bill Belichick not getting the job in Atlanta. They chose Raheem Morris. There's only two more openings. I don't think Bill's getting Washington or Seattle. So what's he going to do? What do you want him to do? Retire forever? Take a year off? Go do TV? Beg for his job. He may have to beg for his job back here in New England. What do you want him to do? And where are the Bill people again? Who said the whole league would be lining up and giving up first-round picks? 617-779-7937. We will get to you. A lot of you lining up and a lot of you already waiting patiently. We'll get to you next. 